So I had a, um, I'll tell you, there are times when I just forget (laughs) who my son is. I really do. And I have (sighs) today. Okay. For instance, today at Target, I told you guys another Target story a while back, but this has to do with my son. And it's amazing to me because my son and my daughter are so different, you know? And so today at Target, you know, what I usually do is I go straight to like the graham cracker section and get them graham crackers or like graham cracker cookies or whatever. I'm that mom. And I open it and let them like have it while I do my shopping and stuff. And I put the graham cracker box somewhere and I told him, I said, okay, when your sister wants one, just give it to her. You know, you can reach it and give it to her. And, you know, you forget as an adult that, you know, you don't include, don't move the box, just leave it here. And it's not fair. He's learning. He's not putting two and two together. He's four, you know. So I didn't tell him not to pick up the box. But he did at one point and dropped all these graham cracker cookies all over the floor. So I had to go get a broom and sweep it up and all this stuff. But I immediately just got so irritated with him. I'm like, Charlie, I'm like, why would, why would you move this box? And I did this thing where I breathed really deep, like (sighs) obviously irritated. It's fine that I'm irritated. It's fine that you know, because that's an irritating thing, right? I mean, you're in the middle of your shopping. I'm on a time limit. Um, you know, but the fact of the matter is like my kid, Charlie is very affected by that. Layla is not. (laughs) Layla does get her feelings hurt, but she is not Charlie. Like Charlie is very sensitive in that he, he's a pleaser. And I have been finding that with Charlie, you know, I remember this one time, it reminds me of this one time that I made him hot chocolate and I was like, and he was sitting and he was, guys, he was like two and a half. Yeah, like two and a half or younger. And he was sitting and I gave him a little coffee, a little chocolate mug, like, like an adult mug, you know, a smaller one, but open and he was drinking it and then he didn't pay attention the way he sat it down and it spilled everywhere and I was like Charlie I'm like you gotta pay attention buddy and I so I went and I grabbed paper towels and I cleaned it up and the whole time I'm cleaning it up I'm like you just have to pay attention have to pay attention and afterwards I always come to this knowledge and this just remembering out of that moment like Wendelin He's two and a half. Wendelin, he's four. Like how, what, what he does does not matter as much as how you respond, right? Like how you respond is more important. And listen, parents are parents, right? We're all going to have those moments. But I thought to myself afterwards, after I apologized to him, because I have this theory and I will always stick by it. The most important thing that you can do when you're wrong is apologize to your children. I don't care how old they are. At one year old, when Charlie was one, Layla, one, if I'm wrong, I'm going to say I'm sorry. I shouldn't have lost my cool. I should not have responded that way. It's not okay. 
we were leaving the park a few weeks ago and Charlie had something in his shoe and took a shoe off and he couldn't get his shoe back on. And I kept telling him verbally what to do. And I had Layla in my arms and I kept getting so frustrated. And finally he couldn't even get it on. And at the end I was like, you know what, Charlie, it's not fair. I'm sitting here telling you what to do. And it's hard to do this. The shoe's hard to put on. It's not fair how mommy's treating you. It's not, it's not okay. You're learning and it's not okay for me to be frustrated like this. It's because I'm holding Layla and because it's not convenient for me that I'm frustrated, but it's not okay for me to treat you that way. I was like, I'm sorry, do you forgive me? And he's like, yes, mommy. And I just want my kids to grow up to know how to ask for forgiveness. I just want them to grow up to be able to look at somebody and say, I'm sorry. It's not okay what I did. You know, my husband and I, we have this like unspoken policy that if the one person's wrong, we apologize. I'm wrong. I'm so sorry. We don't give excuses. We don't, you know, it's just not okay to act that way, you know. And I think about my son and I think about who he is. He doesn't need me to act that way. Like, <laughs> that's not who my kid is. He doesn't need me to get irritated. He doesn't need me. I mean, you know, like he responds to, hey, Charlie, we don't do that. That's all. That's who he is. And so the majority of the time, that is how I respond to him. Like, hey, buddy, we don't do that. That's not okay. And he's like, okay, mommy. And honestly, he's that kid who just doesn't do it again, usually, you know, like (laughs) he's just a different personality. He wants to please. He wants everyone to be his friend. You know, he was in karate for a time and he would look around and like all these kids were doing like karate moves around him. And, you know, the, the teacher was up front and he looked around just smiling at other kids like these are my friends. He had no idea who they were. I guarantee you if Layla was in that karate class. If Layla was in that karate class, she would have looked at everybody as her opponent. She would have been like, um, one day we're going to be sparring and I'm going to get you. You know, like Charlie just looks around and goes, my friends. At, at like the playground, he walks up to kids and he says, he says, um, do you want to be my best friend? And that's how he asked people to play with him. Isn't that precious? Like, what? And I get a little embarrassed and I shouldn't. I get a little embarrassed. And I've corrected him sometimes saying, Charlie, just ask him if they want to play. They might get confused. But why should I correct him? Like, come on, you know? So <clears throat> he, he will grow up to have his own internal dialogue of, okay, this is what's appropriate. This is what's not. The last thing I need is for him to hear his mom saying, mm, don't say that, you know, that that's just not the way you say it. Like, come on. And so I'm not being hard on myself. This is just life. This is life. This is being a parent. This is being a human being <clears throat> with friends, with your spouse, with your parents, with anybody. Like, this is just being a human being. You're just, you're not perfect. And that is... <laughs> And that is what we all have in common. If you think you're perfect, oh, wow. I wonder like how many true authentic friendships you have in your life, right? Because I screw up all the freaking time. And so I think about Charlie and I think about who his personality is and what he's about. And, you know, I used to believe that he was a follower. When he was younger, he would pick someone at the park and just do whatever they were doing. 
And I remember saying that to somebody, he's a follower, and they kind of was like, ooh. And I'm like, no, that's not a bad thing. Followers are amazing. Like people always say, oh, leaders. And you hear people say, oh, well, he's a follower, you know. That's not a bad thing. So now my job as a parent, if my child is a follower, is to show them what to follow. Truth, goodness, life-giving things. You know, if you think about these, these leaders in our life, you think of Martin Luther King. If he didn't have followers, he would have just been some guy sitting at his dinner table talking about all these great ideas, and that would have been it, right? But he had followers, and they made the difference. You even think about negative. You think of Hitler. If he didn't have followers, he'd have been some guy living in his parents' basement talking about all these crazy theories, and his, and his neighbors would have been like, oh, there's, there's cuckoo Hitler, you know? But he had followers. And that's what I think is important. You think of the disciples. They were followers of Jesus. And that is what I want my son, if he is a follower, to learn. Don't look at your kid as a follower and go, ooh, follower. No, 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 no. Follower, that's amazing. You are the ones that get things done. But follow truth. Follow goodness. Follow the light. Follow good things. Don't follow darkness. Don't follow evil. Evil is real. Don't follow it. And so, but I started seeing Charlie in this last year just become an individualist like my husband. My husband does not want to be a leader. He does not want that responsibility. People always want him to lead. He's like, nope, nope. You know, and I'm like, he just does not want that responsibility to be a leader. He wants to do his own thing. If he likes what you're doing, he'll do it. If he doesn't, eh, see ya. <clears throat> he'll do his own thing. My husband will just do his own thing. And my husband's not a, le- a follower. You know, he's just, if I want to do it, I'll do it. If not, you know. I think a lot of times because men see that he has like this perfect beard. Like, oh, he's a manly man and he's a man's man. And he'll, he'll lead us. And my husband's like, I'm not leading anybody. <laughs> except for my family. (laughs) He just does not want that responsibility at all. But that's who he is. And so I'm seeing Charlie like emerge into being this individualist and like, I'll see him at the park. I'll see him because I stand close by. I'm a helicopter parent. Hello, hello, hello. That is me. That is me. That is me. I'm very proud of it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. That is just me. And I do watch my child and I watch other kids with my child. And let me tell you something. I don't let my child just play with any kid at the park. Nope. If I get a bad vibe, if I feel like something's not right, I will redirect my child. I don't have a problem with that. I don't care if they're just kids. I don't care. (laughs) You know, people are like, but that's just a child. You don't know what's going on in that child's house. You don't know what that child's learning. I have encountered some kids, just a handful, that I did not feel comfortable with. I took Charlie aside. I said, you know, I want you to be kind, but I want you to go play with somebody else. And you know what? That's teaching Charlie. And I've told him, if you don't feel comfortable playing with somebody, mommy will back you 110%. If you do not feel comfortable with somebody. Absolutely. Without a doubt. I want him to have a voice. Have a voice. Your voice counts. Your voice matters. 
You know, I've, I've been teaching my children from the very beginning, you know, you have no-no zones. I heard my, my friend Cindy Young call that a no-no zone. I was like, that's perfect. And he goes, that's my no-no zone. I'm like, that's right. Show me all your no-no zones there, 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 and there. Yep. And I'm like, and you know what? You keep your hands to yourself. And if you don't want someone even touching your shoulder, you tell them, please don't touch me. I will back you up. 110%. If my kid doesn't want to hug someone, he doesn't have to hug somebody. I just, I'm that parent. There is evil in this world. There are people that want to harm children in this world. And honestly, there are children who just don't know any better in this world too. <clears throat> I've actually told, it was really weird. There was this kid at this park. He was probably around 13, you know, and he wanted to play with Charlie, but it was really weird. I finally had to told, tell the kid, you need to go on your way because it was very bizarre. I got a very bad feeling. My husband was like, Wendelin, do not Sydney Bristow this kid. I'm like, listen, listen, I got to do what I got to do. And my husband and I are both very cautious people, very cautious people with our children, with our dogs. Like we are very cautious people. And that's just who we are. That is who we are. And there's nothing wrong with that. And we watch every kid on that playground. I'm not kidding. We watch, we watch them because we're like, you know, if we feel like we need to pull Charlie away from somebody or Layla, well, Layla's at the point she's still independent plays, you know, but we need to pull Charlie away from someone. We will without a doubt, without a problem. And so <clears throat> my husband and I, my husband is more like the silent watcher, you know, and I'm the more the one to be like, uh-uh, I'm done. You know, I'm more vocal. <laughs> if, so a parent's not watching their kid and their kid does something to my kid. I won't be rude, but I'm like, okay, we don't do that, you know. But I'm trying to teach Charlie to do that. I'm trying to, like yesterday, there was a kid spitting on Charlie. And I told Charlie, I said, tell him not to spit on you. And the kid honestly was young and he there was nothing. He was just playing and he wasn't being mean. He was playing dinosaur. like. And Charlie was like, don't spit on me, you know. But I'll get back to that. But anyway, because <clears throat> it kind of ties in. All this to say, you know, I, I want Charlie to have a voice. I want him to say, that's my no-no zone. And I tell them what it is. Vagina, penis. That's what they are. Your sister has a vagina. You have a penis. And no one is to touch it. You are not to touch your sister's vagina. She is not to touch your penis. Sometimes they still take baths together. And guess what? Charlie, your foot's getting too close to your sister's vagina. Please move your foot. It's getting too close to her no-no zone. Because I don't want to create shame. I want just him to know that there are healthy rules. There's no shame in saying penis. There's no shame in saying vagina. And guess what? If someone ever, ever, ever were to touch his penis, he can say to me, they touched my penis. Not my wee-wee. No, no, no. I'm not creating shame here. I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. It is your penis. Okay? So (laughs) that's what I say, you know. And, you know, but I... I want it to be a fluent, like just in our family, you can say whatever you want. You can tell mommy everything and daddy everything. You're not, you should not be embarrassed. You shouldn't be embarrassed because it has to do with your private area. If someone touched you, you know, you got to tell mommy, they touched my penis and there's no shame. There's no, you should not be experiencing, you should not feel guilt because of that. So let's go ahead and cut out the wee-wee and the, this is my pee-pee. It's your penis. It's your penis. 
<laughs> so like, I'm just very, very adamant about it. I don't care what other people do. I know a little girl who called her vagina a cookie. And I was like, hey, you got to do what you got to do. All parents are different. All parents are different. <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> um, you know, we were... Um, we were at this park and this is kind of with Charlie. I'm a big believer in calling your children forth, like and calling your friends forth and calling your loved ones forth. You know, when I first met Joe and we were, um, first started dating that handsome beast of a man and I were walking and, um, it was like, like icing outside and like a little bit of snow and we had coffee and like, you know, walking and up and down these little cute little streets and stuff. And I remember asking him, I'm, I'm, I remember saying to him, I'm like, you're very much a guardian. He goes, what? I was like, a guardian. You're very much a guardian. Like, um, you know, and he's like, he's like, okay. And I'm like, do you know what that is? He's like, well, I mean, kind of, but, and I was like, you know, I just see you watching the people that you love. You're always just making sure that they're okay. You know, speaking of my guardian husband, my beautiful man, he works third shift and he's doing a double today. So I have to make sure he's up. Sweetheart, you got to wake up, babe. It's one (laughs) o'clock. Sorry about that. Again, I don't edit these because I feel like they're just like a phone call to a friend. So I don't edit these at all. It's just my life. So, but anyway, back to what I was saying is, um, you know, Charlie, we were at this playground and oh my husband yeah so anyway I just noticed that he would always kind of just watch the people in his life and make sure that they were okay and I just thought it was great and fascinating but he said until I remember him telling me until you actually said to me Wendelin I mean you said to me you know you're a guardian he goes I really never could put a name to it and now it makes sense it kind of just fits into my life like why I do that and so I think calling people forth is really important And so my child, Charlie, we were at this park. It was about six months ago, I guess. Well, it was back in November. And he was playing with this little girl named Maria. We were in South Carolina at the time. And this little girl, she was precious. (laughs) She was running around with Charlie. And Charlie, you know, they were laughing and stuff. And you know, as I was saying, like this, this personality of Charlie's, he's is an individualist. Like he's just, I've seen him say no to people, kids at the park. And, you know, if he doesn't want to do anything, he'll look at me and shake his head. Like, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, good for you, buddy. You know, you made the right choice. <clears throat> and so he um, was running around with this little girl. <laughs> and then all of a sudden this little boy started kind of running around with him, which is fine. But then I started listening to the little boy. And he was saying some weird stuff. And I thought, hmm. But then I saw him getting in Maria's face and in Charlie's face going, I'm Pennywise. I'm Pennywise. And like, you could tell it made her very uncomfortable, this little girl. And so Charlie went and ran and did something. And this little girl was there by herself. And the little boy ran up. The little Pennywise kid ran up to her and got in her face again and said, I'm Pennywise, I'm Pennywise. And this little girl screamed and started running. And as she was running, she fell and hurt herself. Like she was scared of this kid, genuinely experiencing fear. And so the little boy ran away. He realized, "Uh uh-oh, and he ran away. 
So Charlie didn't see what happened, but he came up and he goes, are you okay? To the little Maria girl. And she was crying because she scraped her knee. Charlie went right up to that kid and the little boy said, that wasn't my fault. And Charlie goes, what happened? I mean, Charlie is like not even four at this point. He said, what happened? And he goes, she was running and she fell. And Charlie looked at him and he goes, it's still your fault. You scared her. And he turned around and he walked away and he went back to Maria. And then the little boy, Pennywise boy, kind of made his way back over there. And Maria grabbed Charlie. I saw this. Her mom had kind of walked away, grabbed Charlie and put Charlie in between her and the little boy. And Charlie just stood there looking at the little boy. And he said, don't bother her. And Charlie and the little girl ran off playing. And after that, after the park, I told Charlie, I said, I'm so proud of who you are. I said, Charlie, do you understand that this little girl felt comfortable with you? She felt safe with you. You gave her no reason to question you. You were respectful. And she actually grabbed you and put you in between her and what she felt like was danger. I said, Charlie, that is an amazing thing. And I said, you know, your daddy's that way too. And I was like, he just has this comfort about him. And I always felt really protected around him even before we were dating. And I was like, baby, I'm like, that is an amazing quality to have for women to feel comfortable around you and not threatened. I'm like, I hope that as you grow up, that you continue to allow women to feel safe around you and you don't give them any reason not to feel safe. He goes, yeah, mommy. I don't know if he grasped it. He probably didn't. But it's my job to remind him of who he is. So that calls him forth. So the other day at the playground when this little boy was spitting, Charlie said, and when I said, tell him not to spit on you, you know, and so I saw them running around. The little boy started spitting again, but there was a little girl that was with Charlie. She was playing with Charlie and he spit on them. And Charlie goes, don't spit on me and don't spit on her. And he said it was such force, you know, and afterwards I told him, I said, you know what, Charlie, I love that you stuck up for her. That little girl, like, I love that you did that. Way to go, buddy. I'm like, I love that you have a voice. And if someone doesn't stop, it is your job to walk away. You know, and so it's interesting. The little boy didn't stop. So I had Charlie walk away. And the mom of the little girl kind of grabbed her and was like, no, we're not doing that. No one's spitting on you. Like, come over here. So she kind of like took the little girl off to the side. And Charlie was sad that he couldn't run around anymore. I said, well, wait, his mom, the little boy who's spitting, his mom's talking to him. It looks like she's got the situation under control. But your little your little friend, the little girl is over there. You can go talk to her. She saw Charlie coming towards her. And let me tell you, she lit up. And afterwards, I told him, I said, again, baby, I see how you protected her. And I was like, and she might not know, and she can't verbalize what she's feeling, but she felt so comfortable coming to you again. And I'm like, I love that about you. I love that you're this guardian, that women feel, that little girls feel safe around you. I'm like, continue to do that, baby. Does he understand what I'm saying? I don't know. Charlie is a lot smarter, I think, that I give him credit for, because I'm like, oh, he's a kid. And then he says something to me. I'm like, holy freaking moly, right? Like... 
sometimes I don't think he has the capacity. And then he says things to me, you know, I'll be disciplining Layla. And he goes, mommy, 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 but she doesn't know she's so little. And I'm like, yeah, but baby, she still has to learn. He goes, but she's so little mommy. She's learning. I'm like, I know baby, but I have to teach her, you know, but he like, and we'll be, he'll be running around the park like crazy with other kids. And if they even come near his sister, he goes, Hey, that's my sister, Layla, be careful around her. And he'll keep running. <laughs> and I love that. And I'm like, I love how you protect your sister. I love it. And I think calling your children forth, calling people forth, gives them confidence in that, gives them the ability to say, you know what, that is me. And that's great. I'm glad someone noticed. And it encourages that behavior. You know, and just like when, when I, when people started saying, Wendelin, being strong, a strong woman, being a strong personality is not bad. That's great. Your strong personality, go for it. It's like it gives you permission. And sometimes we need people to speak that into our lives, permission into our lives, or just speak truth that I'm calling you forth in this. This is what I see and you run with it, you know? And so I don't know, today at Target, when I responded that way to Charlie, that's not necessary. <laughs> like, that's not who he is. And so the same responsibility that I have into calling my child forth, I have the responsibility in knowing what my child needs emotionally. And that was not necessary for me to do. And I know it. And I apologize. I was irritated at the moment. You know, all these factors, but those are just excuses, really. Yeah, I was hot. Okay, when am I not hot? I always have a sweat stash when I'm running around Target. I mean, (laughs) you know, like, there was no excuse for that. And so he was so disappointed in himself. That's what kills me. Not in my reaction. He wasn't even disappointed in me. He wasn't even upset with me. He was upset with himself. And that killed me because my reaction, he should have been upset with me. He should have, he should have been like, my mommy shouldn't talk to me that way. (laughs) Right? Because I feel like we need to be put in our place so many times, but nobody does that. Guess what? I drop things all the time. When he dropped his hot chocolate, guess who does that? Me. (laughs) Dropped his cookies? Me. I drop things all the time and no one's there to say, Wendelin, you shouldn't have picked it up that way. You know what I'm saying? So it's like this happened today and it broke my heart because I know how sensitive he is. I know he's always wanting me to be happy. He actually comes to me. My kid comes to me sometimes and he says, mommy, do I make you happy? I'm like, of course, baby. He goes, yeah. And he kisses me and he hugs me. And then, you know, sometimes when he's in trouble, he'll say, but I'm not making you happy, mommy. I'm like, baby, it's not about making me happy, you know? And so he's very sensitive to that I shouldn't have responded that way. So it's the same responsibility. Like I said, that I've called him forth. I'm calling him forth and things. I also have the responsibility to really target how to guide him in certain situations. I will tell you exactly how that should have gone. He drops the cookies. They go all over the floor. Hey, Char, I did not. And I said this afterwards, after <clears throat> I had my little moment, 
you know, I had to apologize and then discipline correctly. But, you know, I said, you know, Charlie, I should have said, please don't pick up these cookies. Just leave them here. Don't pick them up. I didn't specify that. He's only four. I should be specifying, right? <laughs> and so I said, I should have told you that. And I didn't. And I should not have acted the way that I acted. I should not have gotten irritated the way that I did. Because quite frankly, it is mommy's fault. It's your fault as well because you picked him up without asking. I said, but I should have specified what I wanted you to do. And I didn't. And I'm sorry. And he goes, it's okay, mommy. That's all he needed. That's all my kid needed. And so I'm sweeping up these cookies. but And he says to me, he says this to me. Mommy, I'll get up and clean them up. And I said, and this is while I was irritated. I said, no, no, I got to get a broom. No. He offered to take care of the situation, to take responsibility. And I said, no, because I was irritated. I don't care if he didn't pick them all up or if it was still a mess. I should have let him do it but I just got to get my shopping done and I got to do this and I got to do that and I got to do this and I'll just sweep them up. It's just easier. No, I should have said, you know what, sweetie? Yeah, and mommy will help you. Come on. I didn't. I should have grabbed the paper towel and said, baby, mommy drops things too, but we do have to pay attention, right? When you drop the hot chocolate. So let's clean it up together. But I didn't. Now, I'm saying this and I'm not putting myself down because there are plenty of other times I actually do respond really well. <laughs> Mommy, I broke this. It's okay, Charlie. It's fine. Let's just clean it up. I do. <clears throat> but I'm just using these examples. I, I'm, I'm human, you know? Charlie will come to me when he breaks something. Mommy, I broke this. I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's okay, baby. Let's see if we can get it back together. You know? And so... I'm not this monster, <laughs> but I also know that there are moments that I do mess up. I suck as a parent sometimes. Suck. Thank goodness for the grace of God. Thank goodness Charlie won't sit there the rest of his life thinking my mom freaked out over cookies. I felt, you know, I dropped in Target. You know why? Because I hope he f- remembers my, my, my plea for forgiveness instead. My... Mommy is not perfect, and mommy should not have talked to you that way. It's not okay to talk to you in that way at all. It's not okay. And you know what that does? It also teaches my kid in life that people aren't to treat him that way. And he gets to choose who's in his life. And if he's not treated well, he can walk away. So anyway, I just, you know, I'm, I feel like every time I go to Target... <laughs> I have something happen, but it's fine. And, you know, I want to learn. I want to be teachable. I want to be flexible. I want to learn my kid more and more and more. I want to I want to just soak them up so I can call them forth, but I also know how to redirect them. You know, and it's just hard. It's hard, you know. to gather yourself. And even that, like, like when he first did it, I just, this breath that I let out, like, (sighs) like, 
that's that's ridiculous. That's not necessary. <laughs> you know, because I don't want him to mimic me and he will. I'm with him most of the day. I mean, all day. He will mimic me. I just want him to mimic. Yes, he's going to make mistakes because this is the thing. It's important. It's important that I F up as a parent. You know why? Because it's just as important for him to understand that mommy is not perfect. Mommy will hurt you. Mommy will do, say things that will hurt you very badly. There's only one that won't. There's only God that will never, never hurt you in a way that mommy will. Will you be hurt by God? Yeah, I have been. I've been disappointed. I've always come around and been like, I understand now. But, you know, I think it's important to function outside of that hurt. I also think it's important for him to understand how to, how to ask for forgiveness and how to forgive. So in those moments, are you leaving, sweetheart? Those are all yours, sweetie. And your cucumbers are in the fridge. All right. Love you. I'll be right out. Um, I got to go say goodbye to my sexy husband. But um, anyway, <laughs> he's leaving for work. So um, yeah, so I just want him to know those. I want him to understand that he is going to mess up. He's going to mess up royally. He's going to say things that are horrible to people. He's going to say things that he's going to regret so much, but that it's important to come back and say, I screwed up. I'm so sorry. So anyway, I hope you guys are having a good day. That's another target moment of mine. (laughs) Holy moly. I'm going to go say goodbye to my sexy beast of a husband. Um, And I hope you guys have a great day.